Welcome to Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you the news and information around the Washington National Guard, as well as in-depth conversations with the people who make it happen. I'm Sarah Morris, and before I get into uh, this episode, I just wanted to see if anyone out there was interested in being a guest co-host with me. As you all know, Jason will be out for a while, and I'd love to engage our listeners. If you're interested, I'll have my contact information in the show notes. All right, on this episode, we talk about education programs for the Army National Guard available here in Washington. First, we'll hear about the benefits and eligibility requirements from Major Eric Flowers. And then we'll talk to Cadet Kevin Jang, who has used the Education Services Office and will be heading to Yale this fall for his master's degree. If you're interested in talking to the Education Programs Office, I'll put the contact information in the show notes. Enjoy. Be sure to follow us on social media. Stay up to date on all the cool events, stories, photos, and videos happening around the Washington National Guard. If you have a question, have a comment, or just want to say hi, send us a DM, PM, tweet at us, whatever, and we'll answer you. We also love to share and collaborate. Send us the photos or videos you take at Drill or AT, and we'll tag you. Are you an active Instagrammer? Well, you might be a perfect candidate to take over our account. Send us a message, and we'll set something up. To find us, do a search for WA National Guard. That's WA National Guard, and look for the blue check mark. So we're here with uh, Captain Eric Flowers with two of the 146 Field Artillery, but he is also the Education Services Service. Officer, which means he is the guru and go-to person for everything. Education benefits for our Army, Army National Guardsmen. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me a little bit about your program and, and what you do there. So I oversee um, federal tuition assistance, um, any GI Bill, so 1606, Chapter 30, Post 911, and then the incentives program. So student loan repayment, bonuses, chaplain loan repayment, uh, some AMED stuff. Basically, my the people I work with, they manage all that stuff and we for the state. Mm -hmm. It's a lot, and uh, do the best we can. So what are some of the big benefits that uh, Army members have that they have at their you know disposal to use, to not use? But uh, some of the big benefits that are very, you know, lucrative for us. So, so just right out the gate after, you know, graduation of AIT or for an officer, graduation of Bullock, you're eligible for uh, Chapter 1606 GI Bill. That's going to pay you about $384 a month for school. And then on the other side, uh, federal tuition assistance will pay $250 per semester hour. Now, in Washington, we don't really use semester hours, so it's kind of an equivalency thing, but basically we pay the equivalent of 16 semester hours per fiscal year, um, 250 per semester hour. So it, it's between those two programs, you can, especially depending on the school you're going to, if it's community college, that can cover a lot of the expenses you have. Um, if you're going to UW or WSU, you know, chances are you might need a little more help um, in that department. So another possible incentive that we have is a Jibo kicker, which basically pays you on top of that 384, gives you about almost matching a little bit more than that to help pay for, defray some of the cost of school. And then of course, if you have any sort of active duty time, uh, you're eligible for the post 9-11 Jibo, which is very, very lucrative because depending on the, the rate and the percentage of, of time you've spent and, the, and what, you, uh, what you've earned, it could pay 100% and that's going to include um, BH at an E5 rate, uh, a book stipend and cover 100% of the cost for school. Okay. <coughs> I'm sorry, the no, kicker, sure. doesn't that come with some kind of 
uh, service obligation? I'm not sure. Right. So, yeah. so, so, I mean, almost all of them come with something akin to eight years at least. Um, mo most people sign a form four, six, and two. Right. Um, I would just urge everybody to read the fine print before, after, before, after it's reading the contract. So, on the flip side, you're not surprised when you know you've, you've done your eight years or you've done six years and you expect to be going to the IRR or ING and you're you still owe us two. Um, right. You'd, rather, you'd probably rather owe that time than owe money back. So. Right. Anything? Oh, uh, like for as far as the GI Bill, I know a lot of uh, people don't understand the fine print on some of those things. What are some of the biggest misconceptions on the GI Bill and like their uh, availability? Well, the, the first one is uh, honestly just knowing you're eligible for it. So. Um, my office has tried the best we can to push down the lowest level that 1606 is something I've before, and and RB has done a pretty good job. I mean, it's it's right there in in every contract you sign. Ever, I mean, it you know you're going 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour at maps. You're kind of signing anything up in front of you. I understand. Um, so th that's the first thing is just understanding you have at least at the bit at the base like you have a 1606, and then um, if you are coming from active duty or you're coming from and, and that could be post 11 or if you're uh, an old school guy, that could be chapter 30, you know, the old one right. where, you, where you put $100 a month in for a year. Um, and we don't see a lot of that anymore, um, but every now and then there'll be that guy with, you know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's back. a guardsman that comes <laughs> comes exactly. in with a little bit, a little extra, a little yeah. older. <laughs> right. And so, uh, and so in that case, uh, it's just, a, it just you know, uh, the V actually has a pretty good diagram of, you know, what's best for you. You know, your stage of life is it best to stick with uh, Montgomery Jive Bill, just straight chapter 30, or switch over to post 9-11. Because kind of no matter how you cut it, the, the maximum amount of benefits that the VA will pay as far as Geagle is 48 months. Right. So the, the general rule is, you know, you get 36 months for post 9-11, and then, you know, if you have some guard time or, you know, however you do that, you could have up to 12 months of Chapter 30 or, or Chapter 1606. Um, but, but the big thing, I think, is just people understanding that, you know, once you get back from EIT, you know, you get your uh, notice of eligibility that you need to take to your school and... You know, hopefully, I, I mean, almost every school in the, in the state, I think, now is kind of cut up on, on the program, and, and they know, you know, what to do with that kind of thing. Um, but I think, actually, just last week, I had a call from a guy who had taken that step, and he still didn't, you know, he still didn't know what the next thing was. Like, right. he wanted to make sure he was getting paid, and totally understand, and that's what we do, is, is answer those kind of questions. Does state active duty give you any kind of benefit, or is there any kind of state benefit? available to guardsmen other than the the GI Bill and the tuition assistance? So currently the the state has a conditional scholarship um, it's been going on about the past two or three years and it's basically uh, it will pay for a year of school at the UW rate um, in exchange for a year extension of your your time uh, in the guard. Uh, that being said Washington is was like 53, 54, um, like every other state and territory had a program, a state like a state tuition assistance program, and 36 are actually like 100%. Um, right. There's some stipulations in there, but 100%. So uh, the the tag talked to the governor and mentioned like, hey, you know, we have these six, you know, six, seven thousand, you know, between us and, and the air guard guardsmen who should be eligible for something with the schools now. There, there is a uh, an RCW that calls for like a 50% tuition waiver at, at some state schools, but 
the language in there is very ambiguous and it's honestly on the school to monitor that or not. And, and I've had people come and ask me about it because they're not getting the rate and that's, that's just completely up to whatever school they're going to at the time. So right now, uh, I, I actually had an email, I didn't have a chance to, to look up, come over here, but the we're, we're wheels are on the ground motioning to, to get a state tuition assistance program in place. Um, and the onus of it would be, basically it would fill the gap between the benefits we currently have and basically your, you know, the end of your expenses. Um, probably a grant and I think the current language still calls for some sort of extension of your enlistment right. or your, your obligation. Hmm. A service obligation yeah. with it, yeah. Cool. Now, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that language about, you know, the, the, the the, what you're talking about the for waiver. the, the waiver, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that corrected a couple a year or so ago? Because, um, what's his name? Steve Hobbs. Didn't he introduce a bill that was signed by the governor, s like clarifying that, I don't know, maybe he did or did, or maybe you're not. No, no, I, you know, actually, yeah, that was about was a year it something and a half else? ago. It, no, it, it, it clarified it, but it still left the ball in the in the court of the schools. To so, like, it's up to the to university do. or oh, college? Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. I just remember seeing something like that. But, like, yeah, like I said, a year and a half ago, and I, and I talked to him at the DFAC, and I'm like, hey, what was, you know, I saw your, can you tell me a little bit about that? And it was about clarifying language and, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. No. Um, uh, do you know if there's any benefit that's like little known that people don't know about too often that maybe you'd like to bring to light or something? Hon well, honestly, probably just the whole package because the we oftentimes when when the education incentives folks go to an SRP event or they go to do a unit brief, it's amazing how many people just don't know like they didn't know they they were uh, eligible for federal tuition assistance and like I, like I talked about they, they didn't know they had 1606 or they never really thought about those four years they did active counting for anything um, so the big or thing like is a just, deployment right because even right. even that yeah. can get you to like 30 percent on Correct. the post 9 11 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like th there's like there's a lot of things out there and I, um, as as we move forward uh, my office basically trying to get push us out more and just have people available to answer questions. Because uh, we had a, an AGR process the other day, he just didn't, he didn't even know he had FDA. And, and, and the other side of that is, you know, somebody will come out of active duty or come from the reserves and, and they, they don't think it, it applies. Right. But FTA is the same no matter if you're active, reserves, it's exactly the same. You know, it's going to pay the same rate, you know, same rules apply. There will be maybe some hiccups depending on the education center that you left. Um, turning off your account or something, and mm -hmm. that's something we're working with StoneNet about right now. Um, but, but honestly, for for most benefits, like we've got a lengthy list of scholarships on um, that we've sent out in our, on our Facebook page, but it's kind of, and, and every time anybody asks me that question, I say, I, I, you know, you know, there's there's a handful of programs I kind of know about, but the big thing is like, if you find something, you know what I mean? If you're at WSU and you find something that like, that, that, that could help us, like shoot me a note and let me know. You know, if there's some sort of you know, apprenticeship program or something, or, or a uh, certificate giving program, like that'd be great to know. So recently we had a, uh, a woman down from UW who wanted to talk to us about a cybersecurity scholarship. And they, they've been kind of running this off and on for the past few years, but 
the big thing is it's you know they they currently have money from the NSA a grant to basically build a stable of uh, cybersecurity specialists mm -hmm. and they've got several scholarships and certificate giving programs available and her idea and uh, I, you know I, I sat down with her and Josie Mandel and the, kind of the pipe dream was that you know you could you know you go to a recruiter you say you know I'm interested in signal or I'm interested in cybersecurity maybe directly and you can kind of get you in this pipeline where you know you get an MOS in that field right you know in the, in the electronic warfare or cyber field you go through a program at UW they get you the certificate that you know opens some doors specifically uh, T-Mobile which has a partnership with UW now they get you an interview with them and so you know they're looking to expand the program and uh, We'll, we'll see how far that goes. Uh, right now, they're it's fairly limited, and they're kind of looking at like the 04 and above senior NCO level. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of mm. kicked around the idea that you know if you lower that a little bit and we try to look for people just in, that might right. be better. Right. Right. So you get longevity, and then and, and kind of the whole idea is that you know after that initial eight eight, uh, eight year enlistment, you know somebody can look back and say you know the National Guard, I have this great MOS you know, that I like, love doing. Um, I have a job with T-Mobile or maybe another tech company, and you know I'm I've, I'm educated, and it was all paid for, you know, or, or most of it was paid for by the Washington National Guard. Right. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like the the pie in the sky dream that we have, um, and and you know obviously I was supposed to posit one university over another, but you know UW was kind of partnered with some other community colleges in the area to to kind of spread spread that the programs out and kind of spread the love, and mm -hmm. just so you know so we get it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I would think a, a more junior person might be ideal since they would probably be more interested in going to school. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. <laughs> what are the biggest barriers you see to, is it just that people don't know? Well, the, big, the big ones people don't know, um, just, just kind of off the bat after that, um, you kind of hit it. There's, there's honestly kind of a tendency where if you ask somebody, you know, are you comfortable with your schooling? I, and, you know, you can phrase the question a few different ways, but you know, are you, you know, are you good with your education level? And yep, yep, no problem. I'm, right. I'm good. Just sign my sheet and let me go. Um, yeah. You know, and it, I don't know if it's, you know, you need to. I mean, because like you know, at, at a senior officer level, generally it's accepting. You know, you you should try to get a master's degree. It kind of shows you're you're willing to learn. And, and you know, there's some degree granting military schools out there. Uh, but the big thing I think is just that, you know. I, you know, if, if you don't want to be a lifelong learner, that, that's perfectly fine. You know what I mean? But it's more than just getting a four-year degree or a master's degree or, you know, or trying to get uh, a professional degree. It's, you know, there, there are other programs out there. You know, if you wanted to be um, an apprentice or so, of some kind or get credential in something, like right. we have programs yeah. for that kind of thing. Um, there's actually the, specifically a credentialing assistant program. Is that's open. what I heard about. Yeah. Is the pilot is, is wrapping up at Fort Hood. I mean, like it's. I think it's a good idea, but I think like the the usage was kind of low, so I'm not sure how far it's going to go. And see, the National Guard is, is unique because we, you know, we have people that are part-time soldiers. So, whereas on active duty, you know, when you're looking to get out, uh, they have programs where 18 months pre your ETS, you can basically go and kind of apprentice or, right. or start training. Well, very rarely does a unit or a commander want to let you go. Right. To that kind of thing. We're, you know, in the Guard, though, I think we actually have a lot of flexibility. And generally, I think most units are pretty flexible, too, that if you're trying to improve yourself professionally, then, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can miss it, you know, not miss a drill, but you can suit it or you can do an alternate AT. And I think I, that provides the National Guard a lot of the flexibility that I think we can, we can leverage, especially for getting people, you know, the, the job skills that they would like to have. 
I'm surprised that credentialing program hasn't already been out for. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's just yeah. part like of it was was that FTA kind of covered down on some of them yeah. for a while, um, but basically there's there's an advocacy that you know hey like there's a strong need right. for mm -hmm. you know this specific kind of pool money. I would be all over that APR. <laughs> APR. Oh yeah, the APR for sure. I oh, mean, man. it's pricey and it's yeah. it takes a long time. That's the public affairs. Gotcha. Um, Accredi accreditation and accredited public relations. Accredited public relations. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get the plus you military, the military, which option, is yeah. uh, even more substantial for, gotcha. yeah. for our field. But um, what about the benefits that you can transfer to your dependents? I mean, is it just the GI Bill? Right. So so for us, yeah, it's just post 9 GI Bill. You can transfer benefits to, to a dependent. And it's actually good you brought that up because uh, there's been some recent changes and Kind of the big uh, exclamation mark in the sky right now is that uh, in June of this year, if you are over 16 years, you won't be able to do transfers anymore because of the because of the four-year ad uh, ad so that you would incur. Yeah. Um, so my message has always been transfer early and often. I, I mean, if you know if because the thing is the big thing is just getting it out there because once you transfer. Even even a month, like the, that door is now forever open. Right. You can take that month back to use it for yourself. You can transfer it. It doesn't matter. The big mm -hmm. thing is just getting it done, you know, to make sure that you you know you've done your ad so or you know or this that and the other. And th there's some caveats in there for for people that are um, kind of the SRB and the medically separated. Um, those kind of rare cases, I I urge them to call the office and just ask um, yeah. this what all the GI Bill manager to, to kind of get some clarification. Uh, that being said, though, some state tuition assistance programs have, you can, uh, yeah, Minnesota is one. Texas has one, right. the Hinson and Hazelwood Act or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that you can actually transfer state tuition assistance benefits to a, I, I think, most, usually it's a spouse, but I mean, I think it's kind of. And then Texas, it, well, so I'm, uh, I commissioned in Texas, so I can, I am awarded the Hazelwood Act, so I can actually pass it on to my daughter if she wanted to go to a state university in Texas up to so many hours. Gotcha. Uh, she could go for free. Yeah, hmm. which is crazy and awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if, if somebody wants to get in contact with you. Oh, yeah, or learn about the programs. Yeah, and if they want to set up a meeting, how would they get in contact with you? So, uh, you know, we work the uh, National Guard Bankers hours of Tuesday through Friday. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be on my, on my desk 6 to 16.30 every day. But the uh, big thing is just call 253-512-1324. And if I don't know the answer, we've got literally four SMEs schooled in incentives, GI Bill, and FTA that can answer any questions we have. Mm -hmm. um, and that's usually what I end up doing because um, they know it all. I just I'm just kind of the conduit. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. And any social media? You guys are on Facebook. Yes, we are. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll the, uh, go ahead and put that in the yeah. show notes too. The uh, it's a little bit complicated, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's Facebook.com forward slash W-A-R-N-G education incentives forward slash. Um, if I could have shortened it up, I would have, but it just, that's how it is. And so uh, <laughs> Sarah Schmidt, the new FTA manager for the state, she's very, very active on there. She's constantly publishing posts and pushing pushing uh, our agenda, basically, to, to get people to request TA early and often and making sure everybody's in, this, in, the, in the staves tracking on, on what's available, specifically scholarships. Awesome. And I think that's, I think that's, that's all it. we have. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Right. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank Thanks you for everybody. joining us. Washington is earthquake country. Are you prepared? Earthquakes can create a series of big waves called tsunamis. 
Do you know your evacuation routes or how long it takes to reach high ground safely? Learn how to protect yourself from a tsunami. Check with your local emergency manager or visit mil.wa.gov tsunami. Before disaster strikes, get two weeks ready. Make a plan. Build a kit. Become involved. Be a preparedness champion. So let's start with uh, why don't you just talk about what you do in the Washington National Guard? Yeah, absolutely. So, hi, my name is Kevin, uh, or Cadet Kevin Jane. I uh, was enlisted right out of high school as a 19 kilo uh, Abrams tanker, M1A1 uh, tank driver. Uh, I'm currently a cadet at University of Washington, uh, commissioning as an environmental scientist and engineer officer into the uh, Medical Service Corps. And my commission date is uh, for this uh, June of 2019. That's exciting. So you're... You're graduating. Yeah. Um, great. And so we talked to Major Flowers now, was Captain Flowers, and uh, we learned all about the different education programs that they offer. And so um, they called us and said, hey, we have this uh, former sergeant and current member of the Washington National Guard who used our services and is going to Yale. Uh, next fall, right? Yes, uh, this this coming fall. Mm-hmm. And so, can you just talk about um, what services you used and what different uh, things you found out along the way? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, right out of graduating from basic and uh, OSET at Fort Benning for uh, my uh, enlisted uh, time as a tank driver. I enrolled at community college. I went to North Seattle Community College. And what I found is uh, the Army has a federal tuition assistance that pays $4,500 a year, uh, $250 a semester, uh, every semester hour. So what I did was I I utilized that through Go Army Ed. um, And community college at the time was just under that. So I didn't even have to pay anything out of pocket. Uh, They also liked the fact that I was serving in the National Guard. Uh, The Washington Army National Guard has uh, scholarships for its soldiers as well. So I applied and I received uh, a $500 scholarship from the Washington National Guard Association, which I also used that to help pay for some of my expenses while going to school. And then uh, I went to University of Washington, enrolled in their ROTC program, uh, which paid for my housing. On top of that, I was also utilizing the um, uh, federal tuition assistance and getting some scholarships and financial aid from them. So uh, I didn't. You know, I graduated without any uh, debt. So it's very, it's very good. Which is crazy hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Thanks to the army, and you know, the, the army's uh, taught me a lot. Uh, help, help, given me a lot of discipline and. Uh, help me work hard and take good care of my health, my physical training, uh, and my mental uh, training as well. So I owe it to them. Awesome. And then um, as far as I know, you also called up the uh, education programs office to help you through this process of um, getting accepted to Yale and then trying to figure out ways to pay for that as well. Uh, So I didn't call the education office, uh, but... I, I did list in my uh, application to Yale that I was, you know, I'm a, a active uh, serving National Guard. 
so they also really liked, you know, my work experience in the National Guard. Um, they thought that was very unique, and uh, they they, th- they decided to uh, accept me. So yeah, and um, I think what also helped was because I was uh, commissioning into the uh, Medical Service Corps as an environmental scientist officer. Uh, they also like that as well because uh, I'm enrolling into the Yale School of Forestry and Environmental Studies program over there. Right, but you use you're using the education programs to help you find ways to pay for graduate school, right? Yes, uh, federal tuition assistance and uh, ROTC stipends. Okay, and then do you have any plans of coming back to Washington? Uh, after I graduate, I don't know. I think uh, I'll be applying for jobs uh, anywhere uh, where where there's a you know a, a job that suits my needs and is is uh will is willing to accept me and take me. So awesome. Um, I think that pretty much covers it. Did you find it difficult at all when you were applying for your tuition assistance or any of those other um, guard related? Uh, programs? No, you know, um, well, at, at, at first, navigating Go Army Ed and learning how to fill out the uh, information on Go Army Ed to get the uh, tuition assistance was a little challenging, but uh, Go Army Ed has a lot of helpful video tutorials. They also have a 1 800 uh, help desk. Uh, so if you're confused on what you need to submit, what kind of documents you need, uh, you can give them a call anytime, you know, Monday through Friday during regular business hours, and they'll help you uh, get everything set up so that you are being paid for those classes. Awesome. Uh, is there anything else you'd like? Because I, I think that pretty much covers it. No, I just, uh, I'm very grateful to be serving in the Guard. Uh, you know, I'm very honored and humbled to, to be accepted by Yale as well, and uh, uh, thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks for doing this again since the last time it didn't really work out, but it's definitely working.